everyone, it's Maria here. And on behalf of Simon and I, I'd just like to thank you for checking out our podcast. Before we get into things, I just want to let you know that this is only part of our online mini service. To check out the full service and find out more about Everyone Church, head to our website at everyonechurch.com.au. Hope you can check it out and see the full service. But for now, let's get into the podcast. Well, we are less than a week away from Christmas Day, if you can believe it. Where has the time gone? What has happened to 2021? It's just gone. And it's been a crazy year for most of us, all of us. And also, it's been an exciting year, you know, for Maria and I to begin planting Everyone Church. Uh, It's been exciting. We've loved it. We've loved every step of the journey. And, And we thank Every one of you, we thank everyone who has been part of the Everyone Church journey, and we have just loved it. And we're really looking forward to next year. You know, we're believing next year that the best is yet to come, and not just for our church plant, but also for you and your family. As you begin to plant yourself in a local church and be part of God building his church in our area, I believe God's going to bless you and that and that things are just going to be amazing, amazing, amazing next year. And to think that this time last year, this was all just a dream. And here we are, coming off of our first big in-person event that we've ever really had. How exciting was that? And I know most of us came into this year, into 2021, hoping for a bit of more of a normal year. You know, no lockdowns, no masks. And we had a bit of a taste of that earlier in the year. And then the Delta variant showed up. You know, it's and it really kind of threw a spanner in the works. And I just want to be clear, I'm, I'm not here to talk about COVID-19 or medical things, and but I, I try to leave those kind of topics to the experts in those fields. But I will say, my wife, uh, and your lead pastor, uh, Maria, works um, in emergency in our the major hospital in our area. And so our family has been affected by this pandemic, um, you know, whether it's just the looming risk of exposure or isolation and tests and vaccines and all that kind of stuff. And what's more than the disease of COVID itself, uh, which is clearly has affected many people, uh, is the disruption it's caused to our lives. Um, it's been crazy. And we haven't really you know, tried to focus on it too much in our church planning journey. We've tried to just kind of keep focused on what God's calling us to do at this time. But you know, not everybody has had COVID. I, I know people who have, um, but all of us have been affected by it. And dare I say, I can't imagine uh, things are going to be heaps, heaps different in 2022. I'm not trying to uh, burst your bubble, but, you know, it's hard to imagine 2022 without looming restrictions and and um, and variants and oh my goodness and everyone freaking out. Uh, And I feel like the biggest impacts, the biggest issues with this whole pandemic situation are kind of sneaky in nature. Uh, Many of them have to do with our heart, our heart, not not just our, you know, there's been a lot of focus on on our external health, but I've seen more of of a pandemic of the heart in people, uh, a restlessness and a lack of peace in the hearts of people. And it's so debilitating and exhausting, uh, the constant stress of looming disruption, like just hanging over us like a cloud. And it can wear away at our soul. 
and what's really astonishing to me as well as a pastor is seeing how it's wearing away on Christians as well. Um, they're not immune to, to, to the effects of all this. And the very people who have hope and truth and God's word to stand on and a truth to proclaim during times like this, you know, people notice how we respond in types uh, in times of crisis, how Christians respond. They, they take note of that. But, but I want us to find um, comfort in God's word during this Christmas season, uh, a season that is full of hope and it should be a reminder of what, how good God has been to us Christmas time. So let's not allow the circumstances, okay, to rob our perspective of the goodness of God. And we could say this really any and every Christmas where there's family strife and stress, there's financial strains, there's holiday stresses, like you go on holiday to alleviate stress, but you have holiday stresses, like just crazy, crazy times. And and even more so as, you know, you see on the news, the different variants. I don't know what variant we're up to now, Megatron variant or something. But so what does God's word say during times like these? Let, let, let's go there. And as I've been, as I've been thinking and praying about uh, what, what to share this Christmas season, these kind of couple of weeks where we kind of focus in on Christmas, um, I just keep coming back to the words of Jesus in John chapter 14, where he says this, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. Peace I give. Don't be troubled or afraid. This is what I believe Jesus would want to say to us today. And now in context, Jesus is speaking to his disciples just prior to being betrayed and enduring the punishment of the cross. Uh, and he had just washed his disciples' feet, which we had been talking about a couple of weeks ago in our All Grown Up series. And in many ways, uh, what Jesus is beginning here is a, um, a farewell greeting. <laughs> He's telling these disciples uh you know, to take heart, have peace, because they don't realize that they're about to watch their Messiah, who they've followed for years and seen miracles, die in front of them on the cross. And not just die, but really like be punished big time. And talk about a disruptive and discouraging situation to endure. And what Jesus is saying to them even takes on more meaning after his resurrection right? Uh, let's read it in the English Standard Version, which is another uh, translation. In John 14, 27, he says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Notice the ownership there, my peace I give to you. You know, he offers us peace, his peace, not just the world's peace, but his peace. You know, that word for peace there, the Greek word, and you know, in church, we'd like to put fancy Greek words on papyrus. So let's put it up there. Look out. Uh, that, that word, arene, uh, when speaking of the peace of the Messiah, means this, the tranquil state of a soul assured of its salvation through Christ, and so fearing nothing from God and content with its earthly lot of 
whatsoever sort that is. A tranquility of the soul, peace of mind, peace of heart. It's a gift that he offers us. Uh, what does his peace look like in my life today, in late 2021, looking into 2022? Uh, Jesus brings peace to us. He offers us peace, a sense of inner calm of the soul, a, a hope-inspired composure in my emotional life. I'm not just talking about speaking calmly and being peaceful. I come in peace. No, no, no. We're talking about a, an inner composure that is hope-inspired. Uh, not freaking out at news headlines and COVID variants, no. A calmness in the face of catastrophe. I've seen it many times before in, 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 uh, in Christians' lives when they're facing severe grief and loss that this peace comes uh, that surpasses all understanding. This peace over people who might be going through a real troubled time. There's a peace there. And does that mean we always feel that way? Well, no, we're, we're all a work in progress. Um, but we must remind ourselves of the peace Jesus offers us, especially during times like these, and especially during the Christmas season. Uh, and notice how he says here, not as the world gives, do I give to you. How does the world give peace? What's the world's version of peace? Well, often uh, it involves escape, getting away, um, having a high, <laughs> drinking this, smoking that, uh, moving away from you know, whatever the thing that is attacking, escaping to peace or, or exchanging an agreement like a ceasefire or counseling or compromise. And it's interesting how Jesus says, I don't give as the world gives. I don't believe God's plan for peace in your life is for you to escape what's going on around you. Oh, I'm just waiting for the Lord to whisk me away. Come and rapture me, Lord. Take me away, Jesus. No, no, I, I don't believe that is what Jesus is talking about. Is that really what we're looking forward to? Just being whisked away and escaping? <laughs> Jesus says, I give you peace of heart. When we see the word heart in the Bible, it's, a, it's an all-encompassing kind of broad term. appears over a thousand times in the Bible. It says in Proverbs 4.23, Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of of your life. So my heart, in a biblical sense, is the spiritual and psychological engine room within me. It's holding my deepest motivations and secrets. And there are many things that can take hold of my heart, like worry and restlessness and fear and insecurity and discouragement. And I know many of us have experienced these kinds of emotions throughout this year. And also, many of us experience these kinds of emotions and thoughts and things going on uh, around Christmas time, it, as as families come together and and strained relationships are strained even more. And I'm sure um, many of these types of thoughts and emotions took hold of the disciples uh, when they were watching Jesus endure the cross. Like, oh my goodness, what's going on? This is the guy who's raised people from the dead and now he's dying in front of us like all these type 
of things taking hold of their heart. For me personally, uh, like I'm not really fearful of COVID, just to be honest. Like statistically, I'm young, I'm vaccinated. Uh, I'm not too worried about catching COVID or, or, or having a serious illness from it. But uh, the constant weight of check-ins and isolation and canceled plans and trying to plant a church in amongst all of that, uh, it can weigh on all of us from time to time. Has it weighed on you this year? As we come to the end of the year and we look into, we skid into the, <laughs> into the Christmas season, how much energy have you spent on worry this year? Uh, has a pandemic robbed you of your peace? We need to go to God's word and remind ourselves, what does Jesus' peace look like in my life? Tranquility of the soul, a calmness in the face of catastrophe, a hope-inspired composure in my inner world. It's not just an ignorance towards what is happening around us. No, it's a confident assurance that he is in control. And he is. Amen. And also, Jesus' peace equips us and empowers us to face day-to-day worry, that onslaught of worry. He says, I give you peace of heart. Uh, When we experience the peace of God, it changes our perspective. It really does. It allows us to enter a healthy state of rest, Uh, rest that comes from a peaceful mind and a peaceful heart. Uh, Do you want rest from your restlessness? (laughs) Do you need rest in your heart? You know, Maria and I, uh, a couple weeks ago, just went away for our anniversary for for a night in the city. Uh, A night away from the kids, went and had dinner, it was fantastic. And we were really looking forward to a sleep-in. My goodness, as having a four-year-old and a close to two-year-old, boys who like to wake up early and get right into the Duplo and superheroes and wrestling and all that kind of stuff. We were looking forward to a sleep-in and uh, and we're pumped about it until... About 7.23 in the morning, uh, the night we stayed in the city, when I heard the sound of a chainsaw outside. And I know it was at 7.23 in the morning because I checked my phone when I heard the sound. Some guys were chopping down a tree right out front of our hotel. Uh, And it was like, what? And I think that's a bit of a picture to help us uh, see what life can be like during times like these. Like we uh, want rest. We want peace. And there's literally this annoying sound of a chainsaw, uh, of fear, of uh, another variant is coming. Uh, your holiday is going to be canceled. Oh, you got to see that person and this person this Christmas. Ooh, your job next year is going to be worse than this year. Ooh, like you might as well pull out a huge chainsaw and start churning away at your brain, right? But this is the thing. The peace that Jesus offers us is not about an ignorance of all those things. Like, I wish I could have just put earplugs in my ears and ignored it, that chainsaw happening. But I couldn't. I just couldn't. But what Jesus offers us, his peace, it's not just about ignorance to those things, but it is an insulation. You know, I have insulation in my house that regulates the temperature and the peace of God regulates my heart. It does. It guards my heart. It helps me turn my panic into prayer. 
It says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 7, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. What is this verse telling us? Well, don't worry about anything. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And then the peace of God will guard our hearts and minds. And some of you need to print that verse, Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7, and put it up on your wall or, or print screen and make it your phone wallpaper to remind you. Because for the Christian, worry is no longer a weight to carry. No, worry actually becomes a reminder. Uh, a reminder to pray, a reminder that we have help in God, that we aren't hopeless in the midst of our panic. And then it says, his peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. What is guarding your heart today? Uh, what is guarding, or should I say, not just what, who is guarding your heart today? Um, are you allowing God's peace to guard your heart against the onslaught of worry and restlessness. And, you know, so much of seeking uh, the peace of God takes place in our thought life. And one of the attributes of the biblical heart is our thought life. And, you know, Thomas Fuller says, I, I love this quote, it is madness for sheep to talk peace with a wolf. And, you know, we are, <laughs> not that we're all just sheep walking around going, bah. but the thing is, you know, the Bible describes us as sheep and, and Jesus is our shepherd. You know, sometimes we can try and negotiate peace with our anxieties and our worries. And that's going to likely end in, in panic and, and fear. But we need to fix our thoughts, our thought life on God and his goodness. It says in Philippians 4, 8, and 9, right after, literally the verses right after we just read about not worrying and, and praying, it says, and now, dear brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on what is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise. Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me, everything you heard from me and saw me doing. Then the God of peace will be with you. Those are important words there. If you do this, then this will happen, right? That, that's a promise of God right there. I love that. The God of peace, not the God of results or success or promotion per se. No, the God of peace, because God knows we need peace. We need peace for our restless hearts. It says in Colossians chapter 3, verse 15, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. Let peace rule. Let peace rule. Allow Jesus' peace to rule in your hearts. You know, we don't strive our way to peace. We surrender our way to peace. We surrender our worries. We surrender. We turn to God. We say, God, here are my worries. I'm going to turn them into prayers. And we receive Jesus' peace. He's offering it to you today. In Matthew chapter 8, we, we read an account of the disciples getting into a boat with Jesus to travel across the Sea of Galilee. And while they're traveling, a huge storm stirs up. And let's read in verse 24. 
Suddenly, a fierce storm struck the lake with waves breaking into the boat, but Jesus was sleeping. The disciples went and woke him up, shouting, Lord, save us. We're going to drown. Jesus responded, Why are you afraid? You have so little faith. And then he got up and rebuked the wind and the waves, and suddenly there was a great calm. The disciples were amazed. Who is this man? They asked. Even the winds and the waves obey him. Now, this story isn't a metaphor. They were literally uh, experiencing a scary storm and fearing for their lives, the disciples. And here's Jesus just chilling and sleeping, having a great time. But, you know, I think all of us can experience storms of the soul. And, and emotional storms and storms of worry and storms of fear. And we can long for Jesus to just, we'd be like, man, Jesus, I need your help. We want him to come and change the situation. And what is Jesus' response to the disciples? He says, why are you so afraid? Why are you so afraid? I believe Jesus would ask the same question to many Christians today and maybe to you today. Why are you so afraid? And I love that he does speak to the storm. And it says there that there was a great calm. Doesn't that sound like peace to you? Like tranquility of the soul? Like, like a calmness in the, in the face of catastrophe? Like a, an inner composure that is inspired by hope? Maybe we need to allow Jesus to come to us today and speak into our inner life through his word. And say, like he says in John 14, 27, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. You need to hear Jesus say that to you today. Don't be troubled or afraid. Have you allowed panic and worry and and obsessing over news headlines and and what you're reading on social media and, and what you're worrying about this Christmas season and family dynamics to rob you of your peace? Listen to what Jesus would say today. Why are you so afraid? Why are you so afraid? Allow the peace of Christ to rule our hearts today. And maybe you're watching and you haven't been walking with God or you're not a Christian You know, no one can experience the peace of God until they know they are at peace with God. You can't expect to receive peace from God until you know you're at peace with God. And you know what stops us from being at peace with God is our sin, our unwillingness to surrender to him. You know, this Christmas season is all about Jesus being given as a gift for us. And he offers us today forgiveness. He offers us peace with God. He offers us knowing that we can be friends with him and we can walk through our life, you know, regardless of what happens uh, in this life, we can know and have peace in our heart and know that we will enter heaven one day because of what God has done in our life through Jesus. So I would love to pray with you today. If you want to accept Christ into your life, if you want to have peace with God, I want you to say this prayer to him as I pray it out loud, and the words are going to come up on the screen. Come on, let's pray this to him together. Dear Jesus, I pray to you today, and I ask you to forgive my sin. I give my heart to you. I believe in you. I believe you came and that you gave your life on the cross for my sin. I believe you rose again, and today I receive by faith your forgiveness and friendship. I thank you that I will enter heaven one day to be with you forever. Help me on this journey of following you. Amen. 
Well, if you prayed that prayer, we would love to help you. If you head to our website, we'd love to send you a Bible, get in contact and help you on this journey of getting to know God. I hope the word has encouraged you today. I just want to pray for you. Maybe you're you're, uh, struggling with a sense of restlessness in your soul. I want to pray for you. I want to pray that the peace of God would encounter you right now where you're at. Come on, let's pray. Lord, I thank you that you offer us peace. I thank you that you offer us peace, not just escape, Lord, but peace in the midst of our situation. And Lord, I ask that your peace would rest upon every person. Lord, we don't strive to peace today. Today, we surrender. We surrender our lives to you. And we say, have your way, Jesus. We trust you. We trust you every moment of every day. We trust you with the situations that are worrying us and weighing us down. We give it to you today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, you have an amazing week and we will see you on Christmas Eve for our online Christmas Eve service. Hope you can join us, the first one ever. And uh, if we don't see you there, make sure you have an amazing, amazing Christmas and bless you.